I'm not feeling so good, Brian. Fucking cold sweating over here, dude. Uh, oh, I think we're coming down with something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You drinking a Corona over there? Feeling feverish. <laughs> no, dude, no Coronas for me. Welcome back, randos, to the Fandom at Random podcast. The most random fandom out there. I am at at random with my co-host. Brian at random. And we have a... It was the night before Paxmas. <laughs> yeah. All through the house. 70,000 people in one area during what could, a super virus. <laughs> Woo! What could go wrong? You know, there's not like a pandemic going on yeah, in the world or anything no. like that. But, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that. Welcome back, randos. Thank you for listening. As always, we're going to get right into the news at random. We're going to be mm, quick, mm, quick, mm, quick, mm, mm, quick blasting out tonight. Yeah, so let's do news. And we mentioned it before, but PAX East, the Penny Arcade Expo in Boston, has begun. It has. So I always of, forget they're doing Thursdays. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this is day two. Uh, again, we're recording this on a hashtag Phantom Friday. Phantom Friday. And yeah, it's day two of PAX East. And they, you know, really the talk of PAX this year, the talk of the town, really of the, the world, has just been this coronavirus. Yeah. And you, you mentioned it before. You jam-pack. What's the estimated headcount? You said uh, around 70? It was 70,000 70, last year. I think max capacity is 80, so... Yeah, so yeah. and that's 70 attendees. If you factor in all the people working there, mm -hmm. plus people working the boots, it probably is close to 80. Yeah. And uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to brave the storm. We're two of those people, so yeah. But... If this I, is our last episode, we love you all. <laughs> Add us to the death list from last week. Oh, oh. Hey. I don't know if we're quite famous enough. Man. We're, we're going to get there, though. Know, we're going right? to get there. But we're going to be posting, you know, pictures, videos, updates from the show of, you know, cosplayers, games that we check out and like. Yeah, dude. All different shit. So head over to fandomatrandom.com. Check out the social tab. You can find all the ways to follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram. You know all the usual places. All that, all that hip hip kid stuff. You check us out on it. But we mentioned before, I mean, the con is going to be a little bit of a shell of itself this year with you yeah. know, Sony dropped out. Oh, Square God. Enix has a reduced presence. I was hoping to talk to you guys about The Last of Us 2. Um, Ed was going to talk to you guys about Final Fantasy Remake. Even I would have tried Which, it out, maybe. There's still... Final Fantasy Remake is still there. I heard it was up in the air. It's like, just kind of scaled might down. might be there, but they might not. They're there. I double check. Okay. I double All check. Right. They are there. It's just scaled down. But yeah. Well, at we least you we get your game. All right. That's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Sony. Thanks, Square Enix. <laughs> so uh, another thing, uh, this was actually announced on Kotaku today, but uh, Microsoft actually dropped out of the GDC as well, which is later this year, which is the Game Developer Conference. Another one of these big gaming conferences. Yeah. And at this point, weird this year, man. Um, At this point, it's looking like they're just going to cancel it. I mean, and the list goes on. Again, we're talking this coronavirus scare. Um, they're filming right now. I don't know if you saw this as well. The uh, Mission Impossible, the new movie. Yeah. That's been all the production has ceased Kaput. because of coronavirus. Yep. And the list goes on. Uh, EVE Online, every year they do a gigantic space yep. game. They do a gigantic That's con. That's right, yeah. That's just been canceled. And it's crazy. 
Honestly, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't heard of more people leaving PAX East backing out of it, but I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because if you're a Redditor, one of the number one ways to either get a pass or get rid of a pass, it's called, uh, it's Reddit, the Pass Packs Exchange. So if you're listening and you want to get a ticket, go yeah. to our Pass Packs Exchange and they there are a monumental amount of people selling tickets right now. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, I've never seen it this, this, let, this crazy. From what I can understand, dude, if, as long as you follow basic hygiene protocol... I mean, it Brian, is a video game conference. We're so dealing with nerds. <laughs> it, they don't do this. It's like 50-50, but as long as you know, wash your hands, shower, wear deodorant, um, it's a safe bet that you're probably yeah, going to be okay. The basics <laughs> you know? of being a human being. Yeah. So, which some of these people don't comprehend. So, And yeah, just don't bump into them and you should be good or, you know. All right. Enough, trip them. enough coronavirus because we're going to be talking about viruses a lot yeah. on our fandom focus today little spoiler spoilers but uh we'll keep it with video game news for a minute but i don't know if you saw this but cyberpunk 2077 yep by cd project red again the people that make the witcher super arguably one of the most hyped games of this year yeah uh very cool they're coming out that anybody that buys it on a current gen console meaning a ps4 an xbox one they're actually grandfathering you into the next-gen consoles for free. Yeah. So they said, if you buy it on one console, guess what? You get the game on every console, which, which is very cool. It's cool, but I don't know why everyone's making such a big deal of it, because it's not the first game to do it. And you want to know why, Brian? not the first platform to you do wanna it. You want to know why? Because I bought Skyrim like seven yeah, times. I know, but Battlefield 4 did it, if I'm not mistaken. If you bought it on PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360... You could upgrade to the next gen for free. And I'm pretty sure there were a couple other games. Microsoft's just like banking in on it. Like, we're, we're the cool guys for doing it first. So, we're doo doo you know? Yeah, but kudos again, CD Projekt. Yeah, Red. I mean, it's Cyberpunk. So, I'm awesomely glad about that one. Definitely. Let's move on to some sad news, crying news. But again, the Kobe Bryant obviously passed away earlier this year terrible wait kobe bryant passed away <laughs> <laughs> terrible helicopter accident yeah and uh they his eulogy just released you can hop on youtube and watch a bunch of clips but michael jordan's speech was actually um it was very good very loving again you know michael jordan arguably not even arguably he is one of the biggest sports icons ever yeah across all sports oh yeah it was pretty funny at one point he one was of crying the best baseball players ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> At one point, he was crying. He's like, man, he's like, y'all going to get another meme out of this one. Oh, the God. Michael crying meme. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it I was. Uh, about that. If you get a chance, check it out. It was pretty heartwarming. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Moving on to movie news. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean. Number one again, movie, Brian. It's, it's, what is happening? It, what's happening is there's not a lot more out than Sonic the Hedgehog right now. And we're kind of in a slow period from yeah, movies. Yeah. So um, Harrison Ford's Call of the Wild was like the other mm. kind of big movie that came out in week two, but Sonic still narrowly beat it out. Yeah. It's still, it's holding, man. It's doing well. It is. I'm, I'll probably see it at some point. Gotta go fast. Gotta be Sonic. Uh, I did not talk to you about this one yet, but nope. I'm going to mention it. So um, my wife and I, Nicole, we actually just started watching Demon Slayer, which is an anime. And it it actually won Crunchyroll's Anime of the Year. Crunchyroll just did their a couple weeks back their 
2019, all the anime awards. It was pretty cool. Nice. But nice. Uh, it's been awesome so far. It's been really, really good. And I'm thinking about potentially bringing a new segment to this podcast and calling it Fanime, hmm. where either once a month, maybe once every other month, I spend, whether it's just me or I bring in another anime aficionado. I know, Brian, it's not super your cup of tea. Yeah. But, yeah. Randalls, let me know. If you're interested and you want to talk anime, uh, I would love to. It's one of my passions. It's one of, if you're talking a fandom, I am huge into it. Um, I've been into it since I've been a teenager. I've got a lot of anime and manga under my belt. So I'd love to hop on, talk about it, maybe make recommendations or reviews. Shit, even like if they're missing us in the week hiatus, you could do like a midweek review or recommendation, something like that to yeah. So I'm give thinking about fandom exactly fandom touch. So I'm thinking know? about calling it Fanime F at sign N I M E N I M E. Yes, and you know, speaking of Fanime. I just went and saw the premiere of the My Hero Academia Heroes Rising movie, ah. which is the second film in the My Hero Academia. Again, if you're listening, uh. and you <laughs> I got to find it. Uh. <laughs> um, the movie was great. Mm. Spoiler alert. I'll just leave it at that. It was fantastic. It was very, very well done. It was right on par with the first My Hero movie called Two Heroes, which if you can go way back when we I actually did a review with you on this. Yeah. And you not even being a super anime fan or even really watching much My Hero, you still enjoyed it. I loved it. So check this one out. I mean, there's some like full on like Dragon Ball Z shit going on at the end of this movie <laughs> with like people going crazy and it, it was awesome. Yeah! Oh yeah. There was there was a lot of that. <laughs> but again, Fanime, uh, in the potential future, we'll be talking some anime. So again, if you're listening and you have anime you're passionate about, or anime you think that I should check out, come on, talk about. Or if you want to come on and talk about it with me, please uh, reach out to us. Let's do it. Uh, also, speaking of series that I'm excited about returning, dude, Netflix's Castlevania. Yeah, I haven't seen these. Season 3. It's coming <clears throat> out March 5th. This came out of nowhere, really. I, yeah. We mentioned a couple weeks back that a trailer dropped. I didn't think it was going to be coming out this quick. Another fantastic right, series yeah. that kind of bridges video game with animated and anime adaption and it's it's good man it's really good you should check it out speaking of netflix series dude altered carbon season two came out i don't know if you caught the first season like super um like cyberpunk type sci-fi blade runner type show wicked badass in the first season i watched like two episodes of the second season ugh so if you're a fan of that show, the second season just came out. You can check it out if you want to, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's got uh, blacked in blacked in America is the main character now. So cool, yeah. So we're uh, we've got a few more things in the news to talk about. We're going to talk about. Uh, have you seen this, Brian? Star Wars: The I High haven't. Republic. Nope. So Disney wisened up, and one of the main complaints when Disney acquisitioned Star Wars was the fact that Disney said, "All right." All of the the EU, the extended universe, it's no longer canon. We're moving away from that. You know, all the books and the lore that were many, many years of terrific stuff. Yeah. Terrific stuff was written. Chewie getting killed by a moon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a good one. <laughs> but Disney's actually, they're now coming out with, they're coming out with like books and shit, and they're making their own expanded universe. So really, please don't F it up, Disney. Seriously, please. right? I mean, you guys are doing it right already. Why do you got to go and do more? Well, The Mandalorian's been right. You're already richer than 
balls. Like, seriously, <laughs> just focus on what you have already, you know? But I'm excited. More Star Wars is always a I good mean, thing. yeah, it's never a bad thing, but, <laughs> you know? I'm going to let you, uh, well, this is the last bit of news we have. I'm going to let you take this one. The Candyman can. Yeah, man, they released a trailer for the new Candyman movie. Um... It, yeah, de actually, I don't know if it's a remake because they have the original lady. Yeah, because it's not. It's not a remake. They're it's calling be it a soft reboot, maybe. Yeah, it's it, it's not a remake. They're calling it a almost a reimagining. Yeah, because it's got the original girl, the main character from the first one. Um, they got Jordan Peele directing it now. Get Out was one of my favorite movies, but. His other movies, I'm not totally into. I thought Us was good. I had, yeah, I was on the fence about it. It was okay, but I think he was the perfect choice after seeing this trailer for this movie, dude. It looks like super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> That's your jam. Oh my not god, not so much mine. I. It's the first time in a while I've watched a horror trailer and was like, "Holy crap, that is scary." You know what I mean? Um, so it's that's why I haven't watched the trailer, Brian. Yeah, well, you need to make sure Nicole's there so you can hold her hand and cry if you need to. <laughs> um, it looks like He's they're going get me. with the some candy man, yeah, they're going with some trippy shit. Uh, Jordan Peele's going all out on it. Um, it's shaping up to be look really good. Well, that's cool. If you're listening and you're a horror fan, then I am very happy for you. And if you're like myself, then you're probably crying in a corner. Yeah, and there's plenty of blood for all you gore horror fans out there. Beautiful. Yep. Well, with that being said, that covers the news at random. Brian, you got anything else newsworthy to bring to the table? Um, yeah. I got a new tattoo. Blew out my back yesterday <laughs> morning. Yeah, no. Other than that, it's pretty good, yeah. So what you thinking about? <laughs> All right, let's get into the Phantom Focus. All right. And this week's Phantom Focus is our top 10 apocalyptic viral outbreak films. Diseases! Which, you know, if you're listening, it's no surprise that the timing of this was heavily influenced by what's going on in the world with the current pandemic of the coronavirus. Guess you could say it was influenced by the influenza. Oh, oh very good, sir. Very good. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> but that being said, we, we didn't really give a... Normally, we do a ranking, but yeah, we really couldn't rank these. We just wanted to... We, we did, you know, we took, we had about like 15 to 20 different films. Yeah. We narrowed it down to what we consider our mutual top 10. If you're cooked up in the house, you know, you got a little bit of cabin fever, you're looking to <laughs> chill out, watch a movie, feeling a little contagious, or oh. a little sick maybe. Ah. You got a list here that you can watch if you want to freak out a little bit more over the <laughs> than you already are over the coronavirus, then watch some of these movies. So we did have one stipulation while making this list, and that yeah. was no zombie movies. No. We were trying to keep it somewhat, somewhat grounded in realism. That being said, there's a couple choices in here that are, they're not direct, they're, they're quasi-zombie. Well, believe it or not, there's not a lot of um, realistic viral outbreak movies out there. I mean, there's a good, there's good ones out there and there's a handful of them, but when it comes to grounded, it's hard to find a good few, you know? 
And there's a couple we're going to talk about that are very grounded, and there's a couple that you're going to have to expand your imagination a bit. But but, uh, speaking of expanding your imagination, let's kick it off with the Andromeda strain. Yeah. Brian, have you seen this film? No, I have not. I haven't even heard of this one, so yeah. So it's, it's actually based on the novel, which came out back in 1969, but... Again, we're going to give very... We're not going to try to get into heavily into spoilers here. We're just going to kind of give a quick kind yeah. of synopsis of why we like these films and why we feel they should be in the top 10. But essentially, there is a, a military satellite that comes back to Earth. It crashes in Arizona. And pretty much everybody in this town is just dead. Like, they died instantly. D-E-D, dead. And <laughs> there's a government program they actually activate. It's called Wildfire. They go in to kind of investigate this, and they find out that there's this, like, alien viral strain that they name the Andromeda strain. And the shit is, like, it's effed. It's based off of these, like, microorganisms that can quickly adapt and evolve. Mm. And it, like, instantly, like, coagulates human blood to the point that it pretty much kills you instantly. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it's crazy. And it goes it goes on and on. Eventually, you know, they, they, they think they contain it. Mm-hmm. They get in this government facility and... Long story short, Ugh. it starts mutating more and more. Dude, blood disease is freaking me out. I'm yeah. just saying, and it's, like, ew. And yeah, and it's it, it's it's a it's a cool flick. So like, check out the Andromeda strain. Ebola and shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. If I'm bleeding out my asshole, it just kill me. <laughs> shoot me something. I don't care. I don't want to be doing none of that. So that was our first. Our second one would be Twelve Monkeys. Yep. And this is one I've seen, but I don't remember a lot. I remember Bruce Willis. Yeah, I mean, the cast. The cast was great. You had yeah. Bruce Willis, uh, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. I forgot Brad Pitt was. He, he plays a crazy guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They're in the Insane Asylum. That's right. And yeah. it's mainly about it. T- it's Bruce Willis's character, which uh, I believe his name. Oh, it's just kidding. Uh, James Cole. That's mm-hmm. it. So he he's a or he says he's a time traveler from the year twenty thirty five, and he's coming back to stop a virus that wipes out almost all of humanity. Yeah, and. That's what's cool about this film. It heavily gets into this viral outbreak that kills everyone, and it also gets into time travel, which huge fan of. Love time travel yeah. flicks. Fun fact: they released a TV series, Twelve Monkeys. Um, they really dived in headfirst into the time travel aspect and um, expanded on it, which was pretty cool. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was more based on the army of the twelve monkeys. It kind it, in the first season it expanded on the time travel, the machine, the idea of the virus, and then later seasons it expanded into the army of the twelve monkeys. Yeah, but very good film that you know touches <clears throat> on, especially with time frames and touching on just the fact that can you stop the inevitable? Yeah, and I'm not going to spoil anything on this, but the ending is. Great. Dude, that's one of those ones, like, if you're looking for a kind of grounded viral outbreak movie, that you have to see it. Yeah, if you want your if you want your viral outbreak movie with a good dose of sci-fi, Plus, again, our first two picks, yeah. The Andromeda Strain and 12 Monkeys, check them out. Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis at their peaks, like, yeah. <laughs> Talk about quarantine, Brian. All right. Dude, this, this is this one you're going to have to take, because uh, yeah. I don't know too much about so, it. So, it's been a while since I've seen it, but this is like more a horror take on uh, an outbreak. Um, basically, you it follows this reporter. They f- they go in investigating uh, weird occurrences in this apartment building, I believe. Um, 
and what it is is they end up finding out that there's this mysterious disease spreading throughout this apartment building that turns these people, the tenants, into essentially not zombies, but like crazy bleeding out your eyes and nose and mouth, um, super strength type freak monster things you yeah know? like a mutation yeah and then uh the army ends up quarantining the building and they all get stuck in there and it's a uh, um found footage movie which can give you a little bit of a headache at times but honestly it was freaky and the way they did yeah it so it's almost like a blair really, witch cloverfield kind of, it was like cloverfield except really condensed into one building which so i considered cool. seeing if cloverfield could be included in this list but yeah they focus more on the monster than they do the actual spread of that was, virus yeah i was thinking about that too um the reason I included this was because they focus a lot on how they get quarantined in the building and what would happen if, like, a disease really did break out in one building and they wanted to protect the city. You yeah. Know? So it was I think it's, yeah, it's a good pick. The claustrophobia and the fact that you're just stuck was, <laughs> that was effed up. I'll let you take this next one, too. Ah, yeah. Dude, this is one of my favorite ones, World War Z. Some would say it's a zombie movie, but honestly, the it's... <clears throat> it digs into the disease completely and it's all about Brad Pitt traveling the world, investigating the disease, trying to track it down from country to country to country. And yeah, which is again, <clears throat> like you just mentioned, that's why we're not mentioning like, you know, Resident Evil, mm. Dawn of the Dead, like the the zombie list could go on, but this I think is, World, World, <clears throat> World War Z is the exception because it does focus a lot more on, like you just mentioned, researching the actual virus. The whole plot is him trying to find a cure by literally hunting the disease and <clears throat> finding out where it came from and what he can do. And the ending was crazy. I know a lot of people who loved the book hated the movie. Dude, I watched this one scene where he counts how long it takes a guy to turn from when he gets bit. And it's just insane. You see the dude's bones crack, and he's like, one, two, three, you know? So um, that's why I included this, because the whole plot of the movie is him fight, hunting the disease, trying to cure it, and the ending, I think, um, just blows you away, you know? Yeah, I know it grows pretty well, too. It did pretty good <clears throat> at the box office. Oh, so. yeah, dude. And, I mean, you got a top cast, top budget, you, top special effects. Again, another Brad there. Pitt movie. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Let's talk about, uh, let's get a little boy meets world up in this bitch. <laughs> right. Let's talk Cabin Fever. The 2002 <laughs> Cabin Fever. Yeah, because they. Because they remade it and it was horrendous. Remade it. They've had like five sequels. So yeah, the 2002 Cabin the Fever. The OG Cabin Fever. I love this film. Pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that scene alone made it probably my favorite one on this list. But again, you had Ryder Strong again, yep. played Sean in Boy Meets World, and Sean some other somewhat mm. no names on yeah, the cast. Pretty but, much. But I loved it. I mean, you had, we talk about, again, we're mentioning like apocalyptic viral films mm. and cabin fever. People will think, well, it was contained to a cabin. Yeah. But, but at it, the end, by the mm. end of the film, you realize, oh shit, this is not contained. Dude, it checks off every box. Like you have horror, you have that trippy scene where he goes into that fever dream. Um, oh, and he's seen like the bunny or whatever. Yeah, it is. dude, you got the pancake kid. You got uh, the gore factor. Like you great got, sex scenes. <clears throat> yeah, you got TNA everywhere. You have it all in this movie. Seriously, 
So and um yeah, this this was one of those films like I remember it came out and out of it, it's kind of weird. This film always has a special place in my heart. Yeah, even out of all these other films oh, on yeah, our list, because I remember seeing it. I watched it with a couple friends back in high school, and it freaked me the hell out. Yeah, and it, that's the good thing. It's like funny, but at the same time, it's fucking scary too because. That scene where the girls in the um, outhouse, they keep her out there. They're like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Like, we don't want you in the cabin. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she's like, they don't up- leave me Yeah, here. they quarantine her. Yeah. Because they don't dude. know what's causing it. And she's all, like, rotting and, like, peeling. Oh, yeah. Dude, remember when the girl's shaving her legs? And oh. Like, <laughs> oh, she's in the bath. Oh. Let me just say, I'm going to spoil the, uh, most of this, some of this movie for you. <laughs> One of the best parts is one of the guys survives because he's, yes, going, he's he, drinking beer the whole because time. Because he leaves the fucking cabin. He's one of the smartest dudes. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm taking a 12 pack of beer and that's it. So he drinks beer the whole time in a cave and ends up coming out and getting shot by the army anyway. Yeah, they light him up. <laughs> yeah, you just light him up. But he's like, something's going on here. It's obviously in the water or something. I'm only drinking beer, you know? Yeah, that's great. Yep. All right, let's. Let's talk about this next film, Contagion. You want to take this one? Dude, funny story, right? Um, So with the coronavirus and everything, me and I told Taylor, you know how it started off with a bat, right? Similar story in this one. So I told Taylor, I'm like, yeah, let's watch a movie, blah, blah, blah. We were talking about how the coronavirus is spreading and all this good stuff. And I throw this thing on and she's like, at the end of it, she's like, why'd you make me watch that? What the hell is wrong with you? It's got, dude, the cast is insane. It's got Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I mean, the cat, the cast is... This is legitimately... Kate Winslet. Probably the most grounded flick on this list. Yeah, and we mentioned we had, Have like... you seen we, it? I, I saw parts of it. I yeah. never watched the whole thing, but... I saw enough of it to know, and I, I did a little research on this. I mean, this is probably out of everything on this list. Again, if you're nervous about coronavirus, this and that, like, this is the most, by far, the most relevant film we have on this well, list. Spoiler alert! It literally starts by bats shitting on pigs. Yeah, it's genetic then- <clears throat> material from pigs and bats that start this virus. <laughs> and then the cook that's cutting up the pig shakes Gwyneth Paltrow's hand, and it spreads across the world. And the coronavirus starts from bats. I don't know exactly how. Bat soup. Yeah, bat soup. And um, literally, this is all about how they try and contain it, how they try and suppress the media, how they try and distribute the vaccine. Um, YouTuber, Jude Law plays a YouTuber trying to spread fear. Like, this is literally exactly what would happen in a pandemic. Exactly maybe where we're headed right now if you really want to be scared watch this one <laughs> yeah i mean it's really based and i know it's based on the 2003 sars epidemic and then the 2009 flu pandemic yeah and it is i mean if if you're listening and you want to if you want to sit down and watch a film that is very in line with what's going on right now in the world with this virus and the pandemic going on this watch is, this yeah is watch as close as you're gonna get yeah Let's take it back a little bit. Back, 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 back. back. Let's go back to 1994, The Stand. Mm. Oh. oh man, Mr. Stephen King. Stephen King's, you know, The Stand. I wasn't even thinking about it, but like before we get into this, the hot zone on the Nat Geo 
is a newer show that came out last year about the Ebola outbreak that could have destroyed the world. Sure. Um, Juliette Margulies stars in it. Check it out because it is literally on par with this. It's about a lady who works on the stage five diseases in um, the CDC. Shit is crazy. But yeah, check that out. It's a mini series on TV, just like The Stand, you know? Yeah, and we also talked about potentially bringing in uh, Dreamcatcher, another Stephen King flick, yeah, but yeah. The Stand is just so much better. Again, this was another super flu movie. It I mean, was. It got more supernatural towards it. Uh, what do they call it? Captain Trips, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Captain Trips. Uh, it was called Project Blue. All these different names, but essentially it was a super flu. Traveled across the... You know, the U.S. and just decimated. Yeah, some I think it was 99.4% yeah. of the world's population in two weeks. Literally, it just completely destroyed the human population. And um, That's great, man. We get to see uh, the man in black himself, Randall Flagg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is so prominent. Rocking so, that fucking mullet like so a many, boss, dude. <laughs> so many Stephen King works. You know, whether it's movies, TV, books, you see the man in black, Randall Flagg. He goes by many names. Martin. Yep. The sorcerer, but. Yeah. And I mean, it's Stephen King, so the ending gets really weird, as usual. Um, but like three quarters of this movie slash book is just amazing. So. so now, in my opinion, we didn't really rank these, but. We're now getting into what I consider some of my more, some of my favorites yeah. on the list. Yeah. And you notice I put a kind of a slash on this one because we, we should mention this, but <clears throat> we're now up to I Am Legend. I Am Legend, which came out in 2007, but I do want to give... Literally I one give, of the only movies Will Smith can act in. <laughs> ah, man. It's nah, Will Smith, man. I'm He's good. Kidding. Come on. <laughs> but he was great in this film. But yeah, he was. I also want to mention The Omega Man, yep. which... I didn't want to give it its own separate category because it's borderline the exact same movie mm. because it's all based off the same novel called I Am Legend. I did not know that. Yeah, and there was another uh, There was another film even before, I think, The Omega Man that was also based off... Was the it, name? The name escapes me. Was it The Mega uh, Man? It was... Ba, ba, ba. Oh, Last Man on Earth. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Because it went Last Man on Earth, The Omega Man, and then I Am Legend. That are They're all pretty much very very similar huh. they're all based on that book yeah but i mean you know it's set in new york a virus releases and, and he's it a was scientist a, right he is he's <clears throat> a scientist in new york he's uh pretty much a virologist i can't even say that a virologist virologist studies viruses yep. and there was a virus that it was it was originally created to cure cancer and then guess what? It wiped out pretty much almost all of mankind. Ain't that a bitch. It really is. <laughs> and then I think about 10% of mankind was mutated. Again, this isn't a zombie movie. Nope. They're mutants. More like a vampire movie. I, I would say. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. They're much more vampiric than they are zombies. Definitely. But, I mean, we all know who the true star of the movie is. The canine. Oh, yeah. His dog. Yeah. Oh, spoilers, man. That killed me when he had to... That's why I'll never watch it again. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, but I think Will man. Smith did a great job. And he I, did. And, yep. and I think one of the reasons this movie deserves to be on this list, I like how they, they really delved into him, like, researching yeah. the virus, trying to find a cure for the virus. Same as the Omega Man. 
you know, same deal. Exactly. And that's why, like, this, World War Z, the Omega Man, that's why we included these movies, semi-zombie vampiric movies, because... <laughs> It's about the disease. It's not about the monsters. You well, know what I mean? Speaking of semi-zombie movies. Exactly. We're going to probably segueing Segwaying into the next one. Yeah. This is... This it's is, been forever since I've seen this movie, dude. This film. Yeah. This is maybe my favorite on the list. I love this movie Definitely so my goddamn much. <laughs> yeah. 28 Days Later. Mm. Yep. 28 Days Later. And this is... This fucking movie, man. I mean, dude, it shows Scarecrow's penis right at the beginning of the movie. So <laughs> I'm in like sin. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it, it it starts out with there's an accidental release of this highly contagious virus. And it just focuses on four survivors yep. in the post-apocalypse. And it's kind of cool. I remember like the beginning of the movie. I think it's like an animal activist group. They break into this facility and they're trying to... Is it uh? It's chimpanzees that right. they so these scientists they're infecting them. It's it's almost like super <clears throat> rabies. Yep, and they're trying to like test them and this and that. So these idiots break in to free them. They let the monkeys out. They get infected, and it's within like ten to fifteen seconds. These people turn into again non zombies. God, it's always the lefty activist, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they turn. They turn and it's it's awesome. I mean, they're it's just pure rage. Yeah, they just tear apart. They bite. They do everything that they can see. So it's it's imagine like fast zombies. Mm -hmm. And this this movie's really credited to this day to kind of reinvigorating uh, the zombie genre. Yeah, because before that, zombies were slow. They were. I was gonna say I can't remember. I'm sure there was probably one or two, but not a big movie that this actually did like big fast zombie movies. Yeah, you know? this kickstarted it big time. Yeah, because you had Dawn of the Dead, but that was after it, I believe. Um, yeah, no, definitely. But it was very cool to see just the, from beginning to end. It was really raw. Like they just yes. kind of, they didn't flash. They didn't use the um, zombie flash, I like to call it, of zombie movies. It was just like dark, brutal, um, and depressing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, soundtrack was amazing too. Yeah, I remember yeah. that too. So that brings us to our last film on the list. Yeah, which you know, last but certainly Speaking not about least, the Ebo Ebola virus. This 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 film is probably the one that scared me the most mm -hmm. out of viruses, and more so because I was at a very impressionable age I, I was gonna say i saw this when i was like maybe 10 or 11 but yep. outbreak outbreak just because some guy had an f a monkey <laughs> yeah <laughs> and f a monkey i don't know if that's what happened but i know there was a monkey don't judge me monkey. And I, <laughs> I haven't seen this film in a long it's ass been time. a while um but, but oh dude, man dustin hoffman renee russo morgan freeman wasn't Cuba Gooding Jr. too. Dude, I thought Kevin Spacey, I thought Donald Samuel Sutherland, Patrick Jackson Dempsey. was in this movie for some reason. Uh, he he might have been. He Who knows? Sam L's and everything. Yeah, but um, this is one of those movies that you mention like uh, super disease or anything like that. People think of this one right away, instantly. I know? still remember like vividly like uh, Rene Russo's character. Name escapes me at the moment, but. Like she's in like treating patients or whatever, and then there's like she gets that tear in her suit. Yeah. 
and then they like, rush oh, and they have oh, to like oh, yeah they like doing all the stuff yeah. on her like quickly quarantine and then it's too late she's already infected mm-hmm. and you see like all those like the white like bubble boils oh, they start God, developing dude. and like no i can remember this movie so vividly like, and everybody dying just so horribly you cannot pay me enough for that job no yeah uh motaba that was the name of the virus in this. It was like an. Oh, ab- I thought that was the name of the guy that fucked a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no more Taba. No more Taba. Get, Get away. away from no monkey. I tell you. I no tell you no more. <laughs> oh, Motaba. Why couldn't you just stay away from that goddamn I mean, it could, sexy monkey? It could have been the name of the guy who had sex with a monkey, and they just named the disease. I don't after even him. know if there was a man that had sex with a monkey. I'm like, I just remember there was a monkey, and that's how this spread. <laughs> I'm rolling with the idea that there was a guy who had sex with a monkey. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the movie, too. <laughs> all right, well, that pretty much covers all of uh, oh, our top man. ten films. I'm going to quickly go through them here. So we had The Andromeda Strain, 12 Monkeys, Quarantine, World War Z, Cabin Fever, 2002, Contagion, The Stand, which is a terrific book, by the way. Check yes. the book out. I Am Legend slash The Omega Man slash The Last Man on Earth. All great films. Yep. Uh, 28 Days Later. And Outbreak. That rounds it out. So, again, if you're uh, scared of shit of coronavirus and what's going on in the world and you want to get a bit more scared, oh yeah, have a movie night, have a movie weekend, check some of these flicks out. You know what? And while we're at it, like I, talking about the hot zone kind of just... Um Gave me an idea. So the hot TV shows. If you if you're not movies aren't your thing, TV shows are more your style. The Hot Zone, The Last Ship, both of those are really like super flu type TV shows to watch. They're really good. And um, The Walking Dead, obviously. I mean, but that's a zombie show. So yeah, we're we're gonna know. delve back. We're gonna do a deep delve on zombies. I think maybe this yeah uh, this Phantom o- Fright this Fest this October definitely a zombie theme coming on. Yeah. But that being said, Brian, do we have anything else to add before we get ready for PAX East? Come to PAX East. Come see us. I promise we'll wear gloves when we shake your hand or something. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I, we should cosplay as Walter White and Jesse and just That's go full hazmat, hazmat suit. suits. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I'm really thinking about bringing gloves. I'm sure we'll be fine. Yeah, he said you know, his last words. 50% chance we'll <laughs> yeah. survive. Oh, That's about it, Randos. God. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And, and stay clean. Wash your hands. Take vitamin C. Um, take a shower. Wear deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, randos. Later.